There are some things that you spend a dollar, and when you go to sell your flip, it'll turn in to three or four dollars extra. Those are the kind of things we want to fix, and that's what we're going to talk about today on Flipping Genius. If you buy and sell cars for a profit, or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life, despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, the number one goal of this podcast is to help our listeners make more money. Let's get to it, flippers. As I record this, it's uh, Labor Day week, so I'm kind of thrown off a little bit. Actually, frankly, quite a few things have been throwing me off lately. Uh, one of them, uh, kind of a personal thing, I have a, a loved one who's got Alzheimer's that's come to live with us, and uh, boy, talk about throwing you for a loop. Um, that's that's always a, a something that pretty much every day causes us one uh, twist or turn that we didn't plan for, but personally another one is my wisconsin badgers losing their game this week you might think why would you even include those two things in the same sentence or the same paragraph but that's probably because you don't know me that well uh anybody that knows me well knows that's really the case uh constantly thinking about that during football season and it brings me a lot of joy too so i'm hoping the joy will come uh this week but uh some crazy stuff going on uh, in in the car business. Always, we've got quite a few uh, vehicles that we're trying to buy, and some that we're trying to sell. And uh, I'm actually recording this as I'm on my way to possibly buy a vehicle. So I'm trying to squeeze out some good information for everybody, uh, and at the same time you know, juggle in some stuff that's, uh, making a profit. Speaking of profits, I'm, I'm happy to say that, uh, profits are up this year, uh, for my company, as far as, uh, our per deal profit margins are higher than they have been in the past. But I, I attribute that primarily to buying vehicles right and spending money where money is well spent. And, I think that is one of the things I want to talk about today in just a little bit more depth. Where do you spend money and where do you not spend money? And I've got some great insight coming up uh, from some future guests who will give us other ideas along those lines on how they do it because everybody does it a little bit differently. But I can only give you my perspective. So I'm excited to say that I've got uh, a few interviews lined up in upcoming episodes. So please come back um, and check us out as we as we go move forward. Today will probably be a short episode because, like I said, I've got uh, some good stuff cooking and I've got to get to it while I can get to it before somebody else gets to it and buys it. But uh, we're going to take a little break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk more about what... I spend money on and what I don't. Are you an experienced car flipper who is interested in finding new paths to reaching your goals? Are you new to car flipping? 
and hoping to find the quickest path to success? Or do you operate a successful car dealership and recognize that sometimes an outside pair of eyes can make all the difference in getting to that next level? I'm Randy Lee, host of The Flipping Genius. I offer one-on-one consulting and coaching services to help you reach your goals. Schedule a free 20-minute face-to-face Zoom consultation with me at www.flippinggenius.com. Let's find out how I can help. So I'm talking about what I spend money on. And I thought this is interesting because we're going to talk about another thing too. Uh, and that's that full disclosure. How do you how do you uh, not lose the deal when you talk about what's wrong with your car? And I got a pretty good example of one on, on one that I just closed the deal on recently. Um, and it was absolutely uh, based on that that telling the truth, telling my best truth, as we, we talked about a couple episodes ago, and uh, disclosing what was there and why I didn't fix what I didn't fix. Um, I literally went step by step by step down that path. And in the end, some of the things I did not fix uh, on that, this particular vehicle I probably would have fixed on other vehicles, um, but this this vehicle I sold for twenty five hundred dollars. Um, the uh, there was a crack in the windshield I did not replace. There was uh, some some noise uh, that had to do with uh, uh, the the heater and air conditioning fan that I did not repair. Uh, it was an intermittent noise, and I pointed it out even though it might not have been noticed by the by the uh, buyer until, you know, a week later or something. I, I made sure that they heard it and understood what it was and what it would take to fix it. Um, there was, uh, there, there were less than desirable tires on the car. They, they had air in them. They had a little bit of tread on them, but they, they were going to need to be replaced. I pointed that out, uh, even though it looked pretty good. They, and, and this particular buyer, I don't think really noticed them because uh, they were more intent on the uh, attractiveness of the vehicle, which it it is an attractive vehicle. And uh, but I was trying to emphasize what was wrong with the car so they would they would understand exactly what they were getting. And frankly, this goes back to that you know thing I talked about in the past, where if you'll just be honest with people, you really are going to build more rapport and probably going to get a sale quicker than if you try to be slick or something like that. Now that's that's my opinion, but as I said uh, in the past, that it's I, I believe it's it's an opinion based on years of experience. So um, that's what I did, and and uh, I think that was mostly anything that was actually wrong with the car. I also did not have the car detailed. And this is a funny one that I've 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 talked about before. I I open the hood and I say you can tell that I did not try to hide anything on this car because the the hood was it wasn't filthy but it was uh, under the hood it was dusty and dirty and and that's the fact. If there was an oil leak, if there was something, they were seeing it uh, right there. Um, that uh, that vehicle netted a um, a significant profit margin. Uh, in a, in addition, in a, uh, above uh, above the uh, the target that I shoot for, uh, I think we're we're at about uh, 100 and 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm driving down the road still. I, I think we're at a, over a hundred percent profit margin on, on that. So that's, that's where we want to be all the time. I think everybody wants to be there and we were there with that one. So that, that gives you some idea of, of what I did not fix, uh, on that particular vehicle. Now I have another vehicle that, uh, I bought, uh, it's a good-looking vehicle. Um, I bought it from the the uh, original owner, and uh, everything is solid on it. Everything looks good. Everything runs well, and I, I I probably paid a little bit more than I would have if I bought it from another resource. Uh, and then it turned out that it needed my mechanic said it needed eight hundred dollars. Um, frankly, we really couldn't. I couldn't really see or hear what the problem was, but he said, you know, to make this right, they need $800 worth of, uh, of some uh, mechanical repairs. I'm sorry, but I can't remember what exactly it was. There was a slight miss in the engine and, and uh, Dennis Johnson and Gary down at Dennis Johnson said, it's going to cost $800 to fix it. So I give them $800, they fix it. And I feel confident that we've got a good solid running vehicle now and that's that's what I do that's what I did and and that's you might think well why would you spend eight hundred dollars there and not eight hundred dollars uh, fixing the windshield and the other stuff on this other car well that's because this vehicle this one owner vehicle I'm primarily selling it based on that idea that, that I've, I've got Mechanically, a really solid car that bought that I bought from the original owner. I know about it, and and when you get behind the wheel of this thing, you can trust it. Now I felt pretty good about the other car too, mechanically, because Dennis looked over that too and gave me a thumbs up and said, you know, jump in it and drive it. But uh, we decided not to do the other repairs because it would add up too much, and kept that where we were at. This one. I'm going to have to get another $1,000 for in order to get anywhere close to that profit margin that I'm looking for. Um, and it'll probably sit there for a little bit because it's not the prettiest car. It's not the sexiest car. Um, but uh, when it sells, I know that whoever buys it will have something that they feel confident in. And that's that's what I'm trying to accomplish there. So I'm taking another one little break. And when I come back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over a couple more uh, examples and then we'll wrap this baby up and get you out there making money. Jeremy Fisher created a course called Three Hour Car Flip and Three Hour Car Flip Academy that I think is exceptional. Jeremy walks you through the steps of becoming a car flipper and how to be successful. He does it in a way that, frankly, I didn't think I could duplicate for the same price. So I recommend Jeremy's course on our podcast website, flippinggenius.com. Go to the resources page, click on more great stuff, and buy Jeremy's course for <laughs> less than $50. Frankly, I'll be surprised if you don't make 10 times that much on your first flip. Go to flippinggenius.com, click on resources, click on more great stuff, A question that popped in my head of, of what do you fix 
on a car. And, and, and I thought, there are some universals, aren't there? And I, number one, <laughs> right away, battery. Uh, you got to have a good battery in the car. Um, I live in Alabama, so I, I, air conditioning has to work if we're going to sell a car to anybody for any price. Got to have the air conditioning working. And you really need to have the heat working. And I think that's pretty universal most of the places where my voice is being heard right now. So, so those are, those are things we're going to, we're going to get fixed if it's at all possible. Um, I want all the windows to go up and down and that's a place where I find I can save some money if I need a window regulator, uh, or a window motor. I can buy those online for a little bit less money than my guys can get for them. I always get a, a an okay from them before I order them because, uh, that can be a trouble. But if you're doing it yourself, you'll probably find the same thing. You can buy those parts for about a third of the price of what they sell them to you locally. And you don't really want to buy used ones uh, because the used ones might not work at all either. But you want to get the windows working. If you're in a real low budget area, like I often am, I want the front windows working at least. Um, and I, I know this may sound insane to some of you who are flipping nicer vehicles, but this is the truth. Uh, I got to get those front ones working. As far as detailing goes, uh, I still do most of my own detailing unless it's a nice, a pretty nice car and I want to really, really make it look nice. I'll spend a little more money and pay somebody else to do it right. Um, and I try to, uh, I try to keep original seats, uh, original carpet. I don't, I don't go so far as to pull the stuff out, but, but there's, there's some people that do that. And I hope that we'll get you some insight into that on future episodes. But I'll tell you what, if you've got things to add to this, please share them on the car flipping forum. Tell us what you do different than what I do. Tell people if you think I'm an idiot and tell them why, because I want to hear it too. Um, I may learn from you and change my idiot ways. And, uh, if I can find a way to jack my profits up higher than where they're at now and still retain my customer relations, I'm all for it. Um, windshields. I, I mentioned the windshield on the car earlier. Normally, I will replace a windshield. I've got a guy that will come out and put it in for me for $200. And that usually makes a big difference. But every now and then, I look at that bottom line and I think, I'm just going to tell them where they can get that done at. And if they want to do it, they can do it. And that's what I did on this particular vehicle. But typically, I will pony up the 200 bucks for a new windshield when I got a big crack across mine. Um, tires. I mentioned that I was retaining tires on a vehicle that had probably about 25% uh, tread life left on, on some tires. I think that tires are worth putting the money into most of the time, and I will usually try to get new ones, but I'm probably not going to buy, you know, top brand tires. I'm going to buy uh, an off-brand tire and try to put them on the car for someplace around a couple hundred bucks, if possible. And I'll use I'll use those links that are on on. Uh, on flippinggenius.com on, on our uh, resources page, like I've said before. But it, most of the time, I think it's worth replacing tires. Windshield wipers. I always joke and say I replace windshield wipers and batteries myself. I'm not really joking. That's really what I do. And windshield wipers, I think it makes a difference. It probably won't make a difference t- 
to them when they're buying it, but when they turn the windows, the windshield wipers on the first time, you don't want them cussing you because you don't have good windshield wipers on your car. Um, that's a that's kind of a no-brainer. I usually I usually have, will replace those. Um, and speaking of that, especially when you're buying and selling older cars like like I do, here's a simple simple fix that I swear I swear this this has helped me sell, sell some cars. When you look at your windshield wiper, uh, the casing where where your wiper goes in, I can't tell you how many times the vehicles I buy the uh, the black paint has chipped off or worn off. It is so easy to take a dollar can of of uh, Walmart spray paint, flat black, and throw some newspaper underneath your wipers and just spray paint. Uh, those things, and they almost look good as new. And I, I particularly like that, uh, that almost good as new for less than a dollar, uh, as you still have uh, some more of that paint you can use someplace else. That's a, that's a, that's a good cheap fix that, that I always do when I got a ch- opportunity to do that one. Hubcaps. That's another one. I see people that that won't spring for the twenty bucks to buy four hubcaps. Um, if you got hubcaps on your vehicle. That's that's a no-brainer. If you if you don't if you don't want to do that, get that same can of paint out or a can of silver paint. And uh, I'm looking at a truck I got right now, and I I uh, I'll, I'll put hubs in the center hubs on it because I'm missing two. But uh, before I do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna spray that those uh, those wheels uh, new coat of silver because it will make it look so much better. Um, that's the kind of stuff I, I really love to do stuff that costs almost nothing, but a little bit of time. But, uh, those other things, I think, I think I've, I've gone over the ones that almost every time I'm going to, I'm going to fix. Um, and of course I want, I want to get the, the, the lights turned off on the dash. I don't want to just turn them off. I want them, I want them fixed. And if I don't fix what's on the dash, because maybe it's going to cost more than I want to spend. I find out what it is and I explain it to my customer. Usually, I'll also show it to them in writing from my mechanic exactly what we're talking about and explain to them why I'm not fixing it and explain to them to them how much it will cost them to have have it fixed and how much the part would be in case they wanted to to do it themselves. I think that's a pretty pretty broad explanation of what what I do. And I'll tell you, um, I've got. Like I said, some guests coming up that are going to explain what they do and have been doing it their way for quite a while, and they're going to give us some good insights. But I would love to hear more from you uh, on the, the Car Flipping Forum. If you've got something to share, share it there. If you don't want to do it that way, send it to me uh, by email to, to uh, flippingquestions at gmail.com. If you don't want to do it that way, you can go to the website, flippinggenius.com, one G in the middle, and, and there's a place where you can click and record your, your, uh, uh, your message, your question, and we'll, we'll use your voice online if that's what you'd like to do. I'd love to hear from you. If you think you've got something to add, to add and would like to be a guest on a future episode, uh, let me know that too. Just reach out to me at flippingquestions at gmail.com or at the Car Flipping Forum, or at our uh, website. You can find every link on our website, every link to our videos, to our audio, to our podcast, uh, to our, our resources page, 
And to anything else that we do, just go to www.flippingenius.com and you'll find it all there. If you don't find it, send me that email and say, Randy, where is this at? Hey, I think this is uh, this going to wrap me up, wrap it up for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing with your friends. Thanks for being a member of the Car Flipping Forum. If you're not a member yet, please join. And if you are a team member, or if you have joined us in in our coaching process, thank you. And if you haven't yet, please investigate that too. We would love to work with you one on one and help you make more money. Hey, let's work together. Let's make more money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. Mm-hmm.